0: yo what's up everyone reese from elite step here so this was basically something i wanted to do a little while ago um i think around about this time last year i um started to record a podcast um but it kind of just flopped in terms of didn't have the time for it it was taking up a lot more time than i thought um And I lost a couple because at the time, my iPhone done that typical iPhone thing where it just breaks and memory goes and all that sort of stuff. Um, And so I just gave up with it. But for the last couple of months, well, for the last kind of year or so, I've been working out of Steel City Gym in Sheffield. So I'm there on a Tuesday and a Thursday, um, pretty much all day. And that's about 40, 45 minute drive there. 45 minute drive back each day so I thought good time to jump back into it I can get some audio down on my drive home on one of the days a week Um, and so it's kind of like the rebirth of a podcast I guess I don't want it to be like a podcast in terms of having guests on and all that sort of stuff it's literally just straight up me talking a load of shite for 15 minutes so not a long time just a topic a week talk about some stuff, give my thoughts and then that's it, um, I have just sworn, I apologise but again, if you're offended by swearing, it's probably not going to be the podcast for you, I want to keep it real, keep it to myself, I've done all the stuff like how I think it, thought it should have been done um, but I want to just be real, be myself and, and get my thoughts out and stuff like that so there probably will be a little bit of swearing, I am a, a swearer, uh, that's how I describe stuff. <laughs> And also, just so you know, um, I am driving, as I mentioned, so if there's any road rage at any point, I apologise for that. So as I said, the format, 15, 20 minutes absolute max of me waffling on about a topic. So I'll get you guys to send me those in or I'll just talk about anything that's been spoke about in the last week or so. Um, but this one, basically, I was, I was trying to think like where, where to start with it all. And obviously, it's been a mad week. Well, it's been a mad few months, really, hasn't it, in terms of um, lockdown and all that sort of stuff. So I was wondering, you know, where where do I start with it? So where I have decided to start is basically just with my journey, you know, Um, how I've ended up where I am. As I said, I just finished up for the day at Steel City so how I got there how I've been working with these other guys and, and stuff like that and just give a bit of information and a bit of bit of a story I guess more than anything so we'll go back I guess I don't want to go back too far because a lot of it's pretty boring done all the usual stuff played sports blah blah blah, blah but we'll kind of keep it within the last two years which fits in quite nicely with me relocating and, and um, in essence starting from scratch so that was in February 2018 it would have been um relocated to Leeds where I went uni um always had one eye on coming back um so I did that and um as I said I was essentially starting from from scratch again uh didn't have any clients uh or anything like that so I organized and sorted out going to work out of a pure gym in the city center for anyone from Leeds that's at the corn exchange, um, city centre south. And it was just basically because it was a, a low risk option for me, you know, you you could do the classes, didn't have to pay rent. Um, and, and for someone who didn't have any clients or anything like that, starting from scratch with bills to pay and all that sort of stuff, it was just a low risk option. So I went there. I was there for one year one year, maybe eleven months, but it was there, there or thereabouts. Um, training general population, and at that time, I always wanted to go down the combat athlete route. Um, that was my end goal, and that's what I enjoy, and that's what I wanted to make a career of. So, I had one eye on that. So basically, PET was paying the bills, um, having you know a full diary of personal training clients paying the bills. Um, but on the side of that, I was building up my combat athlete base. So, and I always get asked a lot from coaches coming up, like, how do I go about working with these athletes? How did you do it? And I think they, they expect some kind of plan. Um, and I guess I did have a plan, but I think they expect it to be a lot harder than what I tell them. And, and what I tell them is this, like, I just had a plan that, as I said, I wanted to make a career out of training just fighters only. Um And so the first day I moved to Leeds, that week, I basically just traveled around or messaged on Instagram every boxer, trainer, or anything like that within a a drivable distance. Um, And that's the great thing about social media. Like, social media takes a lot of, gets a lot of shit from everyone. Like, it's bad and it's causing this, it's causing that. But actually, on the flip side, social media makes building a career and being self-employed about a million times easier than it was in the past like you can reach people so easily Um, and so that's what I did Um, that was my plan just message as many people as I can try and get in contact with as many people as you can I actually spoke to someone last night as well who said they've done a similar thing you know how a lot of people um, get embarrassed maybe is the right word uh, embarrassed that someone may not reply and so they don't do it and i totally get it but for me that's never been the case i always just think like why not like the worst case situation is that they don't reply and you're just in the same position as you are you know they're either going to see it not reply not see it and not reply or they may reply that's your options and and if you don't uh if you don't send the message initially then they're definitely definitely not going to reply so you're not losing anything and at the end of the day if they don't reply then so what uh, get over it it's not a big deal and you know there's there's this ones that will reply as well it's actually funny enough um sonny said to me the other day i think it was on tuesday yeah tuesday session he uh he said to me yeah you messaged me about i don't think it was about two years ago or whatever it was he's was like i just ignored you and i was like no nah, no nah, i don't think i did I was like, I wouldn't be surprised because I messaged pretty much everyone. He's like, yeah, you did. Um, And I actually checked last night. And, uh, yeah, I had messaged him and he did ignore me. Um, Which is funny. But, you know, it it is what it is. You message people. They don't reply. They do reply. Um, I know a lot of people as well who didn't reply then, who I'm now working with. Not a lot of people. Um, A couple who also I know I've worked with people in the past who said they weren't interested and then they've got in touch with me so like even if they don't reply and they don't want to take you up it just opens up their eyes to you um and that's always a good thing you know you need as many eyes on you as possible so that was my my strategy anyway get in touch with many people as I could and then from that I think honestly I think I got maybe about 10 replies in total and I must have messaged maybe about 100 people um, all levels, all athletes, all fighting, whether that's amateur MMA, amateur boxing, pros, whatever. Uh, probably got five replies or something stupid. Uh, one of the guys that re- met, uh, replied to me was P down at Golden Team based in Leeds. Um, and so I went down, met up with him, had a meeting. He said to me, all right, cool, sounds good. Let's get a trial session booked to Him and One of my guys who ended up being Mick. Um, he was like, yeah, he's a five and o professional. Come and do a little session with him, and we'll see how it goes. So I did that. Um, all went well, and you know I'm still working with Mick now. So two years on, he's now ten and O, ten and o, I think. Um, and that and that was my way in. That was my first professional athlete. From then, I always feel like it just snowballs. You know, you have to push through, but at some point it's going to snowball. Um, so from then. I carried on doing my PT training Mick. He was my only fighter. And that was maybe in the April time, April of 2018. And then I think in the August, September time, uh, I got a message on Instagram from Mark um, who I think he said, Can you give me a call or something like that? Anyway, I gave him a call and he was like, Yeah, looking for a strength coach. Um, I'm relocating. I'm back in Leeds full time now. I'm trying to put my team together. Basically, do you want to be a part of it? Um, and, and so that's how I got my foot into the MMA world. Obviously, being a part of the UFC and stuff like that. Um, and you know that came real early, and I, I I almost feel a little bit bad about that because people always say like, flipping egg, like you you got a UFC athlete. How'd you get that as your second ever fighter? But which I, I do understand, like, I get it from the outset. Like, that's probably a one in a hundred, one in a thousand circumstance where people won't get that. Um, but I believe that's just a knock-on effect of the hard work that I've done previously. And I don't mean the months leading up and sending a hundred messages or whatever. I mean, actually hard work over the years. Years and years and years have been building up to this point And that's just, at some point, As I said, it all snowballs. And so that was that. And then so, yeah, I had Mick and Mark. um, And so doing that for about a year, fast forward 2019, my desire to move into combat athletes and combat sports only was growing and growing and growing. And so I kind of just, I think it was in February. So after being in Leeds for a year, I kind of sat down and was like, all right, cool. How do I actually do this now? How do I put a plan in place? decided i want to leave wanted to leave you know for me in my opinion if i wanted to be the best strength coach for combat athletes in the country then i had to get out of pure gym and that's no that's no disrespect to pure gym um that you know it it was great for me in terms of what i needed at the time and it's great for people who it's suited to and stuff like that but for me in my own circumstance and where i wanted to go with my own goals I felt like to be the best strength coach in the country, I had to be in a gym that represented that. And so I done my research, viewed gyms and all that sort of stuff and ended up at Graft House, which in my opinion is head and shoulders away the best gym um, in the region, I would say, and probably if not in the country, everything about it is just class. Um, And so I moved over there again it was almost like starting from scratch again where i lost all my clients pretty much it was a bit of a manic two weeks to be fair so i had done all the finances i I let people know i was leaving let people know where i was moving to all that sort of stuff and worked out you know i'm keeping this many clients i've lost this many clients this is what it would take this is how much money i'll have coming in and this is where i need to build and and so at the time it was a case of right i lost say four clients it was like right i'm gonna every time i lose a client now i'm going to replace it with a combat athlete so eventually i'd phase it out and in my mind i was thinking over the next six months to 12 months i would be then make that smooth transition um it didn't go like that at all so i lost a few clients who couldn't who were city center based um pretty much who didn't want to travel or anything like that um and so i lost them and then within about two weeks of being at the new gym i lost i would say about 80 percent of my clients because of they didn't want to make the journey anymore um breaking up with girlfriends having to move home someone lost their job couldn't afford pt and like literally everything that went wrong and i mean i don't mean that from a selfish point of view because as i said people are breaking up with their partners and losing jobs and stuff that's never good but from my own personal point of view everything that went wrong did go wrong and i was down and i would, literally i had one month's worth of uh savings in my account which paid for i think it was the may rent and bills and gym rent and that was me done like if i didn't build up my client base within four weeks i don't know what i would have done and it was close to that you know there was times when i had conversations and i was like you know i think i'm gonna have to get another job just to tie me over you know maybe work in a bar or something like that Um, and so what I'd done I put a testing day together where I invited combat athletes to come in for a testing session, wrote them up a report, gave them pointers and then tried to get clients off the back of that and it worked really well I think I picked up maybe five six clients within two weeks doing that and that kind of made me or put me in a position where I could break even Um, and so that probably put them in a point where I was 60% combat athletes after four weeks of being in the new gym and then I lost a few more clients PT clients and then replaced them with boxers again and so on and so forth and by the June so as I said earlier I was expecting six months to a year to be 100% combat athletes and by the June so two months later eight weeks later I was 100% working with combat athletes which is a great thing because it's what I wanted Um, and so uh, it just wasn't the path that I was expecting and I think like for anyone listening if there's anyone listening um, that's something to just bear in mind that like when you have these setbacks in life in your career in sport whatever it is sometimes they work out for for the good you know there's a opportunity in every setback and it's just working hard and sticking to your principles sticking to your guns staying strong-minded strong willed having a plan in order to see what those uh what those opportunities are (laughs) excuse me um and yeah so that was it and then from there um I built and built and built and it was just after the June time, so I'll just tell you a little bit how I ended up at Steel City, really. Um, and I think it's funny, just so you can see the transition from, I guess, Sunny ignoring my message to then working with him now um, and winning a British title with him, which is like, ironic at the highest end. Um, so in about the June time again, took to social media again, when I'd done that move in terms of messaging athletes, hey, do you want a free testing session message so many people again one of those was my boy levi who <laughs> who obviously trains at steel city he replied and said oh no i'm actually looking for something to do my snc um i'll come down he jumped on a train done a testing session and then decided yeah it's all sounds good i want to work at you sort of thing but at the time and again this is just funny how it works at the time i think he wasn't driving or he didn't have a car or something like that and he was saying you know getting down twice a week is going to be a bit too much and so we done it for his first camp we worked together on like an online basis and he would i think he came down just halfway through camp to do a little bit of testing um, and that was it and then i think that was a pretty short camp as well and then after that i said to him look you know what i'm just going to come down if you've got facilities there i didn't realize they had the facilities to do the snc there at the boxing gym and um, but he kind of told me he did. And i was like you know what i'm just going to come down and again the point to take away from that is that sometimes you have to do things you don't want to do or that you didn't think of doing for a bigger purpose so i went down and i'd go down once a week with him so i'd do a tuesday session with him and he do the Thursday session on his own, I believe. And then I started going down twice a week because I like to see everything going on. Um, and then from there, I think, fast forward, maybe about eight months or something, um, he said, I can't remember if it was Lee McGregor or Sonny who like, can jump in, I think. I can't remember, to be honest. But, yeah, it just went from there where I think Lee was fighting um, and the guy doing his s and potentially just was letting him down a little bit and, he, and Levi said he's all right if he just jumps in on our sessions and I was like yeah cool let him jump in obviously it's not going to be Taylor, but he can come and, and just join in sort of thing and I'll do the best that I can um so he jumped in and then it was Sunny. he was like oh it's all right if Sonny jumps in yeah of course cool. so, so he jumped in and then I didn't do it straight away but I think maybe after two or three sessions of Sonny jumping in I grabbed his number and just sent him a message like yo what's up um I don't really know what's going on with your s and c guy but if you're looking if you'd like be interested in working with me then let's have a conversation and see if that's something that can happen and he was like yeah yeah that sounds really good so we did and then he signed up and then it was very similar to that where he messaged me saying uh oh, can charlie jump in on a session like yeah cool um again didn't push it um i knew well i I thought charlie was working with someone else so i just kind of left it um and then um as we sort of started jumping in on more sessions he was looking for someone to sort of do his snc as well and then it just grew from there and now i work with all the pro lads out of uh, steel city so there's the four of them um so you've got levi sonny charlie and dalton and now just in a point where I probably start putting something on for the amateurs as well So yeah, really good gym, class gym really in terms of itself for both um, And that's it really, that's where I'm at now So that's two years um, there um, And yeah, that's how I did So basically, use social media to my advantage Worked hard, volunteered, worked for free for a little while Um, and those are the things that you can take away and implement and do yourself but yeah so 20 minutes up as I said I only want it to be 15-20 minutes so we're going to cut it right here Um, hope you found that interesting and useful in terms of what you can do if you're trying to find your niche and that applies to any niche whether it's boxing, golf bloody I don't know anything where it's a niche use social media to your advantage Um, but yeah as I said moving forward 15-20 minutes me talking waffle waffling on for that amount of time Uh, but that's yeah that's episode one of the revamped inside the strength box more like inside my car but I'm uh, just about to hit the motorway now so I'm out